Right on radio. Right on radio. Just digested, suspected something's going on, but chose to just neglect it. Deflected by some breaking news, oh, we just accepted. Expected just to fall in line and follow their perspective. Don't question their objective, but I got a lot of questions. How these kids molested, but nobody's been arrested. Read it in the testament, these children are protected, so I'm fighting all these.
Hey, happy new year. This is Pastor Joe. You're going to get this on the first of the year for your Saturday night sermon. And I've been praying since about Christmas Eve about the next thing to go to. So I had a conversation with a friend of mine that's part of our group. Lasted a good while. And we have really good spiritual warfare knowledge on here between all the broadcasts jesse jeff me all the broadcasts are about spiritual warfare and how to take back the world away from principalities powers and the demonic and all that and maybe even how to anoint your home but what happens when you're not dealing with some major powers what happens when you're dealing with your brother-in-law your best friend, your cousin, your brother, like your blood brother, your sister, your mother, your dad. How do you deal with praying for them? Is it spiritual warfare? The answer is yes, it is. Do you treat it the same as you wage war against the devil? The answer is no, you don't. So where do you find the answer for those that you love? Or those that you deal with, like at work or whatever. And you're trying to wage spiritual warfare on their behalf. So we're going to start a series on the book of Proverbs. And God has also called me to speak on the book of Ecclesiastes. So what we're going to do is we're going to read a lot of Ecclesiastes without Pastor Joe being a big mouth today. There you know there's going to be times I'm going to stop and say something, but I'm going to try to get through the first 16 chapters, which is what exactly I felt the Lord called me to do. He called me to do it through a conversation with one of my friends on here and then another friend on here that I asked for prayer. One of them told me that we covered spiritual warfare pretty well. The other one told me how to ask for wisdom from God about something I'm dealing with. It led me to the book of Proverbs to the beginning. So let's start here. These are the Proverbs of King Solomon of Israel, David's son. He wrote them to teach his people how to live, how to act in every circumstance. For he wanted them to be understanding, just and fair in everything that they did. I want to make the simple-minded wise, he said. I want to warn young men about some problems they face. I want those already wise to become the wiser and become leaders by exploring the depths of the meaning of these nuggets of truth. How does a man become wise? The first step is to trust and reverence the Lord. Only fools refuse to be taught. Listen to your father and mother. What you learn from them will stand you in good stead. It will gain you many honors. This is from the New Living Translation. It's pretty much my favorite one because it's easiest to meld with 
the people that are trying to seek Christ and, and learn spiritual warfare in a hurry at the last days, they feel this intense fear and this intense uh, desire to serve God. So I'm going to use this one 80% of the time. It's easy to understand. So if young toughs, that means like punks, you mean on the street, people who want to do crime to you, tell you, come and join us. Turn your back on. Play this for your kids if you need to. We will hide and rob and steal, they say, and kill. Good or bad, we'll treat them all alike. All the loot we will get, all kinds of stuff. Come and throw in your lot with us and we'll split with you in equal shares. You're going to have this world offer you a way to get around your fears of getting the backs, getting the, you know, whatever the world's offering now. I'm not picking on that thing, but the, the new world order is going to offer you ways to get ahead. And you're stuck here in your home, single. No wife. No hubby. No way to figure out how to win. But you need to seek the Lord God and not the ways of the world. Turn your back on them. They are not going to help you. Don't do it, son. Stay far away from men like that, for crime is their way of life. And murder is their specialty. When a bird sees a trap being set, it steps away, but not these men. They trap themselves. They lay a booby trap for their own lives. Such is the fate of all who live by violence and murder. They will die a violent death. This is promised from God. You remember that when they threaten you. You remember that when all of them come to threaten you, whether it's from the state, your family, your friends, when they come to threaten you with death, remember they will die. Wisdom shouts in the streets for a hearing. She calls out to the crowds along Main Street. And to the judges in their courts and to everyone in all the land. You simpletons, she cries. In another translation, this is you fools or you idiots. How long will you go on being fools? How long will you go on being fools? And how long will you scoff at wisdom and fight the facts? You may see this in the world now. Come here and listen to me. I will pour out the spirit of wisdom upon you and make you wise. I have called you so often, but still you will not come. I have pleaded, but all in vain. I have a feeling that I wanted to start this with 16 chapters. The book of Proverbs. Probably won't make it through four. There's too much here. For you have spurned my counsel and reproof. Someday you'll be in trouble and I will laugh. God's voice. Mock me. Will you? I'll mock you. When a storm of terror surrounds you and when you are engulfed by anguish and distress, then I will not answer your cry for help. 
it will be too late, even though you search for me ever so anxiously. Give the Lord your God his honor now. Don't turn your back on him now. Not now. This is not the time. For you closed your eyes to the facts and did not choose to reverence and trust the Lord and turned your back on me, spurning my advice. That is why you must eat the bitter fruit of having your own way. It's a good way to put it, isn't it? The bitter fruit of having your own way. And experience the full terrors of the pathway that you have chosen. For you turned away from me to death. Your own complacency will kill you. Fools. Some, try to, some translations say idiot. But all who listen to me shall live in peace and safety on a break. See, there's a big difference between you subservient to God and those who rebel against God. Every young man who listens to me and obeys my instructions will be given wisdom and good sense. Yes, if you want better insight and discernment and are searching for them as you would for lost money or hidden treasure, and wisdom will be given to you and knowledge of God himself. You will soon learn the importance of reverence for the Lord and of trusting. For the Lord grants wisdom as every word is a treasure of knowledge and understanding as he grants good sense to the godly as saints. I need to turn this light up a little bit so I can read a little bit better. Excuse how bright I am now, but I'm clicking on the Word of God. He is their shield, protecting them and guarding their pathway. He shows how to distinguish right from wrong, how to find the right decision every time. For wisdom and truth will enter the very center of your being, fulfilling your life with joy. Have you been praying to God for the very essence of wisdom to enter the center of your being? So that you can make every decision right and with joy. This is a promise from God. He can give you that. You will be given the sense to stay away from evil men who want you to be their partners in crime. Men who turn you away from God's past to walk down dark and evil paths. And exalt them doing wrong, for they thoroughly enjoy their sins. Everything they do is crooked and wrong. Only wisdom from the Lord can save a man from the flattery of prostitutes. These girls have abandoned their husbands and flouted the laws of God. Their houses lie along the road to death and hell. The men who enter them are doomed. None of these men will ever be the same again. I have been that man, and but for the grace of God, I would be gone. Follow the steps of the godly instead and stay on the right path, for only good men enjoy the life to the full. Evil men love the good things they might have had. They themselves shall be destroyed. 
My son, never forget the things I've taught you. If you want a long and satisfying life, now this is wisdom, the wisdom of God speaking to your spirit right now. My son, never, my daughter, never forget the things I've taught you. If you want a long and satisfying life, closely follow my instructions. Never forget to be truthful and kind. Hold these virtues tightly. Write them deep within your heart if you want favor with both God and man and a reputation for good judgment and common sense. Then trust the Lord completely. Don't ever trust yourself. In everything you do, put God first and he will direct you and crown your efforts with success. Success doesn't mean a crown in the afterlife. In the Lord Jesus, he assigns crowns to people and banners to people and ranks, you know, that it's true. Do your very best to follow God every single second of every day. And when you find yourself wondering which direction to go, stop, drop. Instead of rolling, stop, drop, and worship God. Don't be conceited, sure of your own wisdom. Instead, trust and reverence the Lord and turn your back on evil. When you do that, you will be given renewed health and vitality. Honor the Lord by giving him the first part of all your income, and he will fill your barns with wheat and barley and overflow your wine vats with the finest wines. Young men do not resent it when God chastens and corrects you for his punishment, his proof of his love. Just as the father punishes the son he delights to make him better, so the Lord corrects you. The man who knows right from wrong and has good judgment and common sense is happier than the man who is immensely rich. For such wisdom is far more valuable than precious jewels. Nothing else compares with it. Wisdom gives these things a long life. Riches, honor, pleasure, peace. Wisdom is a tree of life to those who eat her fruit. Happy is the man who keeps on eating it. The Lord's wisdom founded the earth. His understanding established the universe and space. The deep fountains of the earth were broken open by his knowledge and the skies poured down rain. Now, when do you think the fountains of the earth were broken open by his knowledge? And the skies poured down, right? There's two times that happened. One, when he created the world, gave you seas and fish and bounty. The other time was whenever he flooded the world and killed everybody on it except for Noah and his family. The seas obey the commands of God no matter what. have two goals wisdom that is knowing and doing right so what is wisdom knowing and doing right and common sense don't let them slip away for they fill you with living energy and are a feather in your cap when you pursue the lord and his wisdom and doing right god will energize you
They keep you safe from defeat and disaster and from stumbling off of the trail. With them on guard, you can sleep without fear. You need not be afraid of the disaster or the plots of wicked men. For the Lord is with you. He protects you. So here is a, an approach to spiritual warfare. You're living in the last days. Maybe half your family's not saved. Half of them are vaxxed up. They're telling you you're crazy. Let me read this again to you. I want, to, I want you to hear this from the Lord God because that's where it's coming from. Have two goals. Wisdom. That is in knowing and doing right. And common sense. Do not let them slip away. For they are a feather in your cap. To keep you safe from defeat and disaster and from stumbling off the trail. You need not be afraid of disaster or the plans of wicked men, for the Lord is with you. He protects you. Don't withhold repayment of your debts. Don't say some other time if you can pay now. Don't plot against your neighbor. He has trust in you. Don't get into needless fights. Don't envy violent men. Don't copy their way. For such men are an abomination to the Lord, but he gives his friendship to the godly. Young men, the curse of God is on the wicked, but his blessing is on the upright. The Lord mocks at mockers, but helps the humble. The wise are promoted to honor, but fools are promoted to shame. Pause. Hey, this is Pastor Joe. I stepped away, and um, we're going to continue in Proverbs chapter 4. See how far we can make it before the Holy Spirit closes this up for me. Young men, listen to me as you would your father. Listen and grow wise, for I speak the truth. Don't turn away, for I too was once a son. Tenderly loved by my mother as an only child and the companion of my father. Now, for me, it's a little different. I was the youngest of seven, and I was put in foster homes at a very young age and brought back out. But my mother really loves me now. So I'm the 50-year-old baby of the family. Um, wisdom comes a little bit with age, but he told me never to forget his words. If you follow them, he said, you will have a long and happy life. Learn to be wise, he said, and develop good judgment and common sense. I cannot overemphasize this point. These are in italics in the Bible. Learn to be wise and develop good judgment and common sense. I cannot overemphasize this. So this is a human perspective on the spiritual warfare that we engage in on a daily basis. We need to ask God for wisdom and common sense and how to deal with the loved ones in our life that are just doesn't, they don't seem to be turning to God. 
There are many people that will turn to God, like remember the Apostle Paul did, and he was a murderer of Christians. So what you see, and I think this is one of the main messages of the Lord, is that what you see has no power over what God can do. Let's boogie. Cling to wisdom. She will protect you. Love her. She will guard you. Determination to be wise is the first step towards becoming wise. So decide you're going to be wise and ask God to give you wisdom. He promises to give you wisdom through the Holy Spirit, and he will. Move that way, breathe that way, pray that way, walk that way. Even if you're not wise, ask God to make you wise. He will. Pursue God. Don't let go of him until the angel dislocates your hip. Determination to be wise is the first step towards becoming wise. And with your wisdom, develop common sense and good judgment. If you exalt wisdom, she will exalt you. Hold her fast and she will lead you to great honor. She will place a beautiful crown upon your head. In heaven, there are many crowns. Crown of wisdom is probably a pretty good one. My son, listen to me and do as I say, and you will have a long, good life. I would have you learn this great fact that a life of doing right is the wisest life there is. If you live that kind of life, you will not limp or stumble as you run. Carry out my instructions and don't forget them, for they will lead you to real living. Real living includes wisdom. In times of trouble, in times of plenty, in times of lack, in times of worry, real wisdom is trusting God, no matter what the earth presents you. Don't do as the wicked do. Avoid their haunts, the places of the wicked. Avoid their haunts. Turn away. Go somewhere else. For evil men don't sleep until they've done their evil deed for the day. They can't rest until they cause someone to stumble and fall. They eat and drink wickedness and violence. This tells you a little bit about the tactics of the enemy if you think about it. It's giving you something to stop and peruse. But the good man walks along in the ever-brightening light of God's favor. The dawn gives away to morning splendor, while the evil man gropes and stumbles in the dark. Listen, son of mine, to what I say. Listen carefully and keep these thoughts ever in mind. Let them penetrate deep within your heart. For they will mean real life for you and radiant health. Above all else, guard your affections. In every other translation besides this, it says, above all else, guard your heart. For they influence everything else in your life. Spurn the careless kiss of a prostitute. Stay far from her. In other versions, it says a wayward woman. 
and that can that goes both ways a wayward man if you see a man that doesn't have balance in his life and love the lord and follow him women stay away from him men same thing don't settle for a quick relationship don't not worth it stay far from her look straight ahead don't even turn your head to look watch your steps stick to the path and be safe don't sidetrack pull back your foot from danger listen to me my son i know what i am saying listen watch yourself lest you be indiscreet and betray some vital information if you are gods you are given secrets of god if you choose to go the other way you will begin mocking the very secrets you've been taught you will indeed work into the hands of the enemy deeper than you ever thought you could go for the lips of a prostitute are sweet as honey and smooth flattery is her stock and trade but afterwards only a bitter conscience is left to you sharp as a double-edged sword she leads you down to death and hell so there is a double-edged sword now we've talked about this before with the sword of the spirit it's double-edged the very beginning could be isaiah 61 and psalm 91 now you have the sword of the spirit we've taught you about that there's a double-edged sword that comes your way as well in life from the devil it is allowing your emotions to put you into a vulnerable state to what the devil offers or tells you that you deserve and out of a guilty conscience you accept it the reason for the teaching of this whole thing of these scriptures is to let you know what god tells you to do and to tell you how to navigate through this with the humans in your life again it's spiritual warfare but it's here in the 3d in the human so hang with me as long as it takes to get i don't believe i'm going to make it through 16 chapters today but we're gonna we're gonna go as far as we can but afterwards only a bitter conscience is left to you sharp as a double-edged sword she leads you down to death and hell for she does not know the path to life she staggers down a crooked trail and doesn't even realize where it leads young men listen to me and never forget what i'm about to say run from her don't go near her house lest you fall to her temptation and lose your honor and give the remainder of your life to the cruel and merciless unless strangers obtain your wealth and you become a slave of foreigners unless afterwards you groan in anguish and in shame when syphilis consumes your body is what this says i think it means sexual diseases or the consequences of your whoredoms could be syphilis but it's more than that but I like that that they put that. Unless syphilis, syphilis consumes your body and you say, 
Oh, if only I had listened, if only I had not demanded my own way, why wouldn't I take advice? Why was I so stupid? For now I must face public disgrace. Drink from your own well, my son. Be faithful and true to your wife. Why should you have children with women of the street? Why share your children with those outside your home? Let your manhood be a blessing. Rejoice in the wife of your youth. Let her charms and tender embrace satisfy you. Let her love alone fill you with delight. Why delight yourself with prostitutes embracing what isn't yours? For God is closely watching you. Let's repeat that real quick. For God is closely watching you. And he weighs carefully everything that you do. The wicked man is doomed by his own sins. They are ropes that catch and hold him. He shall die because he will not listen to the truth. He has let himself be led away into incredible folly. I think we're going to go through the end of chapter six. Um, just to make this a couple of part series. Chapter 6 says, Son, if you endorse a note for someone you hardly know, guaranteeing his debt, you are in serious trouble. You may have trapped yourself by your agreement. Quick, get out of it if you possibly can. Swallow your pride. I think the King James says, humble yourself. Don't let embarrassment stand in the way. Go and beg to have your name erased. Don't put it off. Do it now. Don't rest until you do. If you can get out of this trap, you have saved yourself like a deer that escapes from a hunter or a bird from a net. Can you not tell me that this thing has extremely good common sense wisdom? This is how to deal with the real world, your family, your loved ones. This is how to engage in the affairs of the world. And yes, it's spiritual warfare. Absolutely. Let's see where I made it. Take a lesson from the ants, you lazy man. Learn from their ways and be wise. For though they have no king to make them work, yet they labor hard all summer gathering food for the winter. But you, all you do is sleep. When will you wake up? Let me sleep a little longer. Sure, just a little bit more. And as you sleep, poverty creeps upon you like a robber and destroys you. Need attacks you in full armor. Let me describe for you a worthless and wicked man. First, he is a constant liar. He signals his true intention to his friends with his eyes and feet and fingers. Next, his heart is full of rebellion and he spends his time thinking of all the evil he can do and stirring up discontent, but he will be destroyed suddenly. Broken beyond hope of healing. 
Yeah, this chapter is the one I'm going to end in. This is the one that has the seven things the Lord hates. So we'll stop and pray after this, but I want you to really ask the Lord to open up your, your spirit to this. I want you to hear it. So I'm going to say my favorite Aramaic word, Ipatha, be opened for your spirit and your ears. For there are six things the Lord hates. No. Seven. Haughtiness. Lying. Murdering. Plotting evil. Eagerness to rush into sin. Here it says to do wrong. A liar, a false witness. Sowing discord among the brethren. Young man, obey your father and your mother. Tie their instructions around your fingers so you won't forget. Take to heart all of their advice. Every day and all night long, their counsel will lead you and save you from harm. When you wake up in the morning, let their instructions guide you into the new day. For their advice is a beam of light. Directed into the dark corners of your mind to warn you of danger and give you a good life. Their counsel will keep you far away from prostitutes with all their flatteries. Prostitutes are both men and women, by the way. These are evil people who wish to approach you, to take all you have, and act like they're in relationship with you. It's not just a, like a hooker relationship for cash. There is that part. But a lot of people that are Christians are a little bit more savvy than that. And they wouldn't go for that. But they can still fall victim to a prostitute. I never met some woman on the street. But I fell in love with women who took major advantage of me. And they did it on purpose. For sure. And it hurts. You know, if you're a person of a decent heart, you, you're left with scars after that. You, when you create a bond with somebody, when you rip away from them, it rips away pieces of flesh. The flesh of your heart, pieces of your spirit. And you must not only go to God with your own guilt for making your own mistakes, you have to pray for them too. Okay, so... When you wake up in the morning, let their instructions guide you into the new day for their advice is a beam of light directed into the dark corners of your mind to warn you of danger and give you a good life. Their counsel will keep you far away from prostitutes with all their flatteries. Don't lust for their beauty. Don't let their shyness seduce you. For a prostitute will bring a man to poverty and an adulteress may cost him his very life. Can a man hold fire against his chest and not be burned? Can he walk on hot coals and not blister his feet? So it is with a man who commits adultery with another man's wife. He shall not go unpunished for the sin. Excuses might be found for a thief 
if he steals when he is starving, but even so, he is fined seven times as much as he stole, even though it may mean selling everything in his house to pay it back. But the man who commits adultery is an utter fool, for he destroys his own soul. Wounds and constant disgrace are his lot. For the woman's husband will be furious in his jealousy, and he will have no mercy on you in his day of vengeance. You won't be able to buy him off no matter what you offer. Okay, first six chapters of Proverbs. So instead of 16, like I thought I was going to cover today, the Lord limited me to six. We're going to go to 10 next week. I'll start a little earlier, and at least I know the path I'm going down. And then we're going to start alternating in weeks to the book of Ecclesiastes. And um, the wisdom of God is here for you to hear. This is relational wisdom. This is not how to sharpen your sword to slice the devil, to cast him out. This is human, fallen human, our fallen nature, evil, that we deal with too and that's also spiritual warfare because you are a child of christ and you're in the world but not of the world and you need to know how to deal with your uncle your brother your sister your mother the maybe even you know i mean i, I wasn't focusing on the prostitution thing at all it was just part of the scripture and i think it means more than just the uh, wayward man or woman i do i think it's almost it could be almost anything that tempts you to jump to when you know it's wrong for you so i'm going to give this just a little bit of time to sink in and then i'm going to put a music clip at the end and pray for us unless god tells me to go on another chapter so there'll be a blink here Hey, this is Pastor Joe. We're going to go ahead and close it out for the week. I would like for you to join me in staying with us for a few weeks to finish out the book of Proverbs to obtain wisdom from God. In your human relationships, the book of Proverbs is probably unparalleled. There is another book called the book of Ecclesiastes that talks about life and how it affects us. So please join me in prayer and let's call it till next week. Dear Jesus, please let your Holy Spirit and the wisdom of the Holy Spirit land on us. Jesus, please help us to understand each other. Help us to have love for our fellow man. Help us to understand how you are sovereign even though our family members are not following you. Help us, Jesus, to take your word into us and give it out to those we love that they may be changed, they may be transformed into a new creature as you have transformed us into new beings that we are born again not just of water but of the spirit 
Jesus, I pray that you descend upon us in the Holy Spirit now. Spiritual warfare is sad, Lord. The way the world is, we know that your victory comes. Jesus, we trust you. We pray that you give us strength. We pray to the Father. And he sends you his son into the heart of every person that we love. But Jesus, we know that you gave us the power to loose and to bind. I'll loose everyone on this broadcast from the pain of their family that does not get saved. I'll loose everyone on this broadcast from the pain of trying so hard and seeing no results because we trust you oh god we trust you god you alone are worthy to conquer all of our enemies not us you oh god we praise you and we bow ourselves before you we pray lord for your redemption for our families you have promised us that you will show in mighty strength and God, we ask you for it now. God, I believe, because I've seen it. Anybody here in this room that has not seen it, let them see it tonight. Jesus, I pray that you lay your wings over us and protect us from all the works of the devil. Until the next time we meet. And I praise you for this, Lord Jesus. Right on, right on, right on. Live right. Live right. In the real world. Right on radio. Right on radio.